I've started a new recording. Hello, hello. I started a new recording. But I didn't start the deputy. This is Quid Pro Roll, a fantasy live play adventure where a party of unlikely heroes embark on a quest to bring dragons back to their world. Previously on Quid Pro Roll. Gravy Boat, I have found you, and I'm here for the gym of Mammut. <sighs> I failed you, Mammut. Finals are going to be a three-way battle between Argent, Breland, and Johannes. Breland goes to the ground and taps twice, indicating his concession to your victory. The evening is going to, you know, re- the festival is going to reach the throes of the evening and everybody is going to start, you know, kind of pack, packing up, getting their stuff together and heading out in the dwindling light. Is there any last minute stuff that you guys want to do before you head back to the palace? Uh, what are Leandros and Boat doing? Did they just go to the, uh, like the joust? I believe they did. So, uh, hey friends, so what do you got planned for the rest of the night? Well, I imagine that I would retire back to the castle and do my nightly routine. What's your nightly routine? It consists of several facial lotions, a strict hair care regimen, and yoga. You should really talk with Johannes about hair care. He probably, uh, you guys could probably exchange a lot of tips on that. The man does have quite the luscious mane. He takes good care of it. It's made us late for things a lot. Well, it is better to be late than shabby. What uh, what kind of lotions do you use? Anything that like loosens you up a little bit? Like I got a lot of tightness that I carry around on my shoulder. Unfortunately, all of them are facial serums. Oh, They're okay. doing things like moisturize the skin to prevent wrinkles and age. Well, hey, how about this? Could you recommend me some yoga that could maybe uh, you know loosen me up a little bit? Of course, friend. There are many books on the subject. I shall loan you one. Oh, that would be fantastic. Tell you what, let me walk you back to the castle and then I'll uh, I'll see you off for the night. Of course. Always good to walk with friends. Did you not want to wait for your compatriots? Uh, I'll run into them a little bit later. I don't want to horn in on their fun. Of course. And then so- Bota just sort of taps him on the back and uh, directs him toward the castle. Also, I just want to go on notice that like the, the community has started calling Leandro Shout Friend, mm-hmm. and it's like my favorite thing. Everybody's like, I love Shout Friend. Yeah. And I'm like, I was really worried he was going to annoy everyone, so this is great. Gosh darn um, it, he stole my whole identity. He did not steal your entire... Though I will tell you that since I had these nights prepared long before you guys gave me your character sheets, I have been excited for Leandros and Johannes to interact <laughs> since the beginning of this podcast. That makes sense. However, that is not what is important now. What is important now is what you guys are now doing after this joust. Since Cole is, like, uh, draped in flowers and praise, he's kind of like... He's a little he's a little overstimulated for a kid. He needs he needs to go home and go to sleep. Would Solinar have seen where Lilla got off to? Yeah, Lilla Lilla's been sort of in the wings keeping an eye on you guys, but she's sort of hung back. Okay. Solinar would like to approach Lilla at the next convenient opportunity, which would be now. Okay. 
Hey, I had a I had a thought about the whole like announcing the jousts thing, and hear me out. Have you considered pyrotechnics? Not since I was told I can't do them. So you've tried pyrotechnics before and it went poorly? It resulted in a couple of injuries. I mean, but surely you've practiced since then. I was just thinking... I mean, fire spells, yeah, but I've practiced fire spells in the intent of, you know, lobbing them at Borean soldiers. Hmm. I So, here's here's the reason I think of this. In wrestling, it's very common to have some small fireworks or perhaps a mage of some sort doing you guys like... Use a, you guys use a dirt ring and rope. How is that? What? I'm, that just doesn't lend itself to flashy coolness. I'm talking about for big events like the nationals and things like that. People care that much about that kind of thing? Uh, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, if you had an opportunity to go see a decent pyrotechnics show, get some good food, see some live entertainment, are you really going to turn your nose up at that so quickly? I mean, I was half expecting you to say a decent wrestler, so I guess not. My, my whole point being, I feel like if you were to just like pop a couple of like fireballs or something like that up into the air, like right as you're announcing everything, I think that would really pump the crowd up. I know it would have pumped me up. I was I was wondering if you all would do something like that because it's something I've seen done so often at the bigger wrestling events. I mean, my immediate thought was just that I was there to watch you guys, not to beef stuff up. I mean, I wouldn't be against it, but how often am I going to be... What, what is the word I search for? Beefing up your games? <laughs> well, I'm talking about for jousts, not for wrestling. Uh, the fireballs would spook the horses. Really? Probably. I mean, not like henwise, because henwise is great, but not all horses are henwise. Aren't these combat trained horses? Don't they have to deal with things like fireballs in the battlefield? I mean, yeah, but we don't want to stress out the horses. Well, I'm not I'm not talking about like explosions near them, but like if you're if you're going to spook horses with fireballs or fireworks in general, then how are they supposed to handle like charging directly at a wizard casting spells right at them? Well, generally we send the wizards to go after the wizards. That seems like an interesting strategy. I I don't know. I thought it was always more of a like fighters beat wizards, wizards beat people with bows. It's and not then people rock, paper, with bows. scissors. No? How have you guys survived this long? Aren't you supposed to be chosen heroes? I I try not to do combat things unless I absolutely have to, like for protecting the lives of myself or the party. But I don't know. I I think there are occasions where combat is necessary, wanted, and you know, it's fun to hit people with fire spells. Oh, that's absolutely true. I'm just my whole point being if the horses aren't trained well enough. I'm just surprised by the horse training, I guess. I, I expected I just, that they'd be like rock solid, regardless of what's going on around them. I mean, just because they don't bolt doesn't mean they wouldn't be stressed out. 
I don't think I've ever seen Snuffles stressed out, with the exception of one time I think we were being chased by a blue dragon. I actually was going to ask you guys about that horse. It has a weird aura. Did you guys not pick up on that? Well, she's one of the only horses I've known that'll make structures out of meat, so I thought that was a little strange, but... They're usually pretty small because we don't keep that much meat around. So I, I don't know. I, I, I don't spend that much time with horses in general. I didn't know if this was just like a fairly regular thing. Yeah, I was I'm, I'm still surprised that we're treating the meat building as canon because that was on a llamas with hats episode. And I'm not sure how I feel about that being canonical. <laughs> it is what it is. No. <laughs> Okay. Anyway, as your babysitter, is there anything else you guys need before we go home? I mean, it'd be nice to not be referred to as being babysat. That'd be cool. I I don't know what else to... Co- if I call myself your royal escort, that seems very annoying. It's and less annoying than babysitting. You and your cheeks and your scruffy hair and your ragamuffin appearance. You put your hands on my hair one more time and we're going to have more than words. But it's so cute. Ragamuffin. Hands off the dew. But I would understand that from, you know, your friend that just won the joust. I don't know if I... Boys are dumb about hair. Oh, Mr. Johannes, you're back. Oh. How did... How did you... <laughs> you did really well. Oh, thank you. I, I, um... You know, I walked in with just enough time to hear you say something about boys being dumb with their hair. Yeah, I don't understand. Like, I understand with you, who, like, really, like, takes care of your hair, but... Like, it's very clear that, like, the rest of your party doesn't really take care of their hair, so I don't understand why Solinar's all, like, don't touch the hair. I'm so glad you said something. I've been trying to figure out how to have this conversation with Solinar for so long. His hair is a greasy mess, and it looks like a mop that was used 17 times without ever being cleaned. Hey, hey, hey. I wash my hair just as often as anybody else, which is to say... Once every couple of weeks or so. Oh, that's that's not enough time. Even my ex-boyfriend washed his hair more than that. I, I'm going to tell you right now, uh, when you're on the road and most of your water is for drinking, it's pretty tough to do a proper hair care routine. I'm honestly, to this day, not sure how Johannes manages it. Look. Isn't Johannes magic? Uh... Many people have looked at my hair and said, that looks pretty magical. Is it magic? Can I touch it? To which I tell them, no, don't touch my hair. But I also tell them, look, I give free lessons. And Solana, I'm going to extend that to you. If you want to learn how to wash your hair properly, which doesn't mean often, let me make it clear, but it does mean having a multi-step routine. We can get you looking good in no time. Then nobody's going to say, Oh, hey, Solana, you look like my ex, and he was gross and dirty. I, I said literally none of those things. 
Hey, I mean, he gets it all the time. You look like that many people's ex-boyfriend? I don't... It's the number one comparison Solana gets when we get to a new town. It's crazy. <laughs> Am I just not hearing this when it's happening? I, I, this is the first anyone has ever compared me to anyone's ex that I that I know of. I don't... I, I, all right, look, the other thing about touching other people's hair is it's a personal space thing. Like, that's, that's disrespectful. You didn't even ask. What, what? I'm sorry, I wasn't listening. Because it sounded like you were talking like a jerk. Well, maybe in the future you'll be a little more respectful of people's personal space. I have never been accused of being respectful of people's personal space, and I don't intend to start. Speaking of, Solana, I'm going to go and wash my hair. I just had uh, an intense jousting combat where, of course, um, the winner was, was Cole. And as such, uh, I was wearing a helmet. You can see I've got all sorts of weird helmet hair going on. Um, I have the decanter of endless water. We can get a nice magical water pool for some hair shampooing. There's all sorts of good shampoos here. The, the queen has really hooked us up. We've got even some, you know, some stuff that you, don't, you just don't find anywhere else. So if you want to start your lesson, now might be the time. Well, I I just showered. I don't see how good this stuff can be because I I went into my room and there's there's the the shower water like from above, which is really cool. And so I I worked up a good lather with some of the soap that was in there. And then uh, once the lather was really good, I went ahead and just washed my hair with that because it's how you do. And then like you're saying, I still look greasy, which I think is weird because I just bathed like. Not even an hour ago. Solana? Yes? Do you think the entire festival took less than an hour? It's it's dusk. Yeah, I wrestled earlier today, took a shower, came here. I was immediately going to say, Solana, you can tell you wrestled because you didn't get close enough to those pores to open them up because you still got wrestling oils all over them. (laughs) I mean, it makes your muscles look all shiny and glittery, which is great. Come on, fact, come on, come around, come around. Get some of Doc, Doc Stevens wrestling oil. It'll kill the nails, <laughs> yeah. See, uh, in, uh, Doc, Doc, I have a question for you real quick while you're here. Yes, son, yes. So, uh, you, um... I'm talking to my friend here. He actually used some of your wrestling oils earlier because they're the best on the market. Oh, yes, they uh, are. Yes, they are. And we know that because you have Gravy Boat Bonds on the cover of a few of them. He's a great man. And so I, I just have to ask, are these, you know, I know that they're for athletes. Are these waterproof? Well, it depends. You see, I've got two different versions of my wrestling oil. I've got one for, for uh, that also comes with a brand for swimmers. And, uh, you know, that way you can do you can do the biathlon, which is swimming and wrestling. Uh, and you don't have to re-oil after it's over. And then I've got uh, I've got Doc Stevens Classic Oil, which is uh, standard, standard for the entire wrestling industry. It'll uh, right, right. keep you nice and slick, get hard to get that uh, that headlock on. Yeah, look, and both of these, it actually says waterproof on both. This one says extra super waterproof, and this one just says regular waterproof. Which brings me back to my point, Solana. You can't just rinse off your wrestling oils. You really got to work at it. 
Well, let me let me take a look because I I'm, I still have the oils on me. And Solinar pulls his pack off his back and rummages around in it for a moment, and he pulls out a bottle that says uh, "extra waterproof wrestling oil," and it's got it's got gravy boat on the front, and then Solinar's like, "Well, that's I guess it is really water." Hey, wait a minute. Why does it say in tiny fine print down here at the bottom, extra flammable? What's up with that? When you look to ask, you see nothing but a a uh, vacuum of air in the rough shape of Doc Stevens, and he is nowhere to be found. <laughs> <laughs> so, Koza, you are with Rain? Yes. We were at the joust. Mm-hmm. Um, not sure what's happened since then, though. So you have the choice of interacting with Solinar, Johannes, and Lilla, who are over not too far from you, or you have the choice to just head back to the palace with Rain. What's the sort of energy of the festival right now? Is it kind of winding down energy, or is it like... It's decidedly winding down. I mean, you still have a couple of groups of people who are, you know, getting last minute stuff, trying to avoid going home. You have your group not terribly far from you who's having an interaction about hair. Uh, You'd think they'd be tired of that by now, but, you know, the forest of hair taught them nothing. And then you have Rain, who's pretty much going to follow whichever direction you want to go. Okay. um, Yeah, Koza's just going to go join back up with the party. Okay, cool beans. So midway through the conversation about hair, Koza is going to arrive with Rain in tow. So, um, yeah, I arrived just in time to hear them talking about hair. And I pause for a second. And then I'm like, uh, let's go ahead and uh, just head back. This is... I don't feel like I need to know about their hair routines. I am shocked you'd be able to travel with the person, with Mr. Johannes, and not hear about his hair routine. I, I guess I should clarify. I, I, I don't need to keep hearing about their hair routines. There we are. All right. I'll escort you back to the palace. Is there anything else that you need? I don't think so. How are you feeling? Uh, fine. I ask about, like how comfortable and everything you were throughout all that uh it was okay i I feel very judged right now how so we were just at a a festival and now i'm feeling like uh why why do you want to know what this festival was like for me so bad because i was sent with the express purpose of looking after you protecting you and making sure you had a good time There's Um, no judgment here. I feel like that's a lot of pressure to be put on somebody. On me or on you? I mean, both. (laughs) I assure you I have found myself in more stressful situations than trying to make sure that you are safe. That's good to hear, I guess. (laughs) You are an interesting person, Koza. Um, I'm not sure if that's good to hear or not. I decidedly meant it as a compliment. Well, thank you then. Let's go back to the palace. I think it's been enough day for everyone. Yep. So uh, the hair care squad, back over to y'all. Are you guys going to do anything left at the festival or are you going to head back? I mean, I would love to see uh, what became of the crowned 
great esquire in the history of jousting, uh, our friend Cole. Is he, did they bury him in candied nuts? Like, what happened? Cole is currently eating a bunch of snacks with Alita. Um, he looks like he's starting to do that thing when, like, kids have had way too much fun that day. And they're like, they don't want it to end, but they're starting to, like, get really starey. And they're not very good at focusing anymore. He has, like, one eye that's, like, deciding to go to sleep, but he's trying to keep it open. And he continues to lurch forward and then lurch back suddenly. And like, Yes, he's... as he keeps, like, dazedly putting candy and snacks into his mouth and chewing and then he slows down chewing and then he's like oh wait no I'm chewing so basically Cole is having a great time he's with Alita but his too much fun alert is 1000% going off that's how it goes that's great that's that's what I wanted to know I, I kind of like I walk by Alita and Cole um, and I just I, you know I give him I come by I do a quick I was going to say I kneel by Cole so I can be on his level to give him a comment, but I, I definitely stand straight up because he's still probably taller than me. You know, Cole, today was an amazing day. Got to fulfill some dreams. I uh, wasn't sure if I'd ever be able to joust again, not because I had a terrible jousting accident, but just because we've been away for so long. Cole is excitedly nodding, even if he's a little bit slower, given how tired he is. And all I want to say is everything that happened today, all of our success, is because of you. You picked the right jousting staves. You drew the heraldry on my horse. And Cole, not only that, but you also gave me the snacks that led to the fuel that I needed to succeed out there. And, and your words, which of course were unspoken, inspired me today. And I just want to say thank you. None of it was possible without you, and I'm glad that you were celebrated. He nods excitedly, and you can tell he's actually, like, really touched. Did I get Did I get an award? Did, did Johannes... Wait, first off, did Johannes win? Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. I couldn't, I couldn't remember if it was... Did I get an award? So Snuffles was given a wreath of flowers, and you were given accolade. Uh, could you... What is an accolade? Praise. Oh. Cheers. Okay. Excitement. Okay. The so, the love and acknowledgement of the people. That's all I would ever want. I was seeing if there was something I could, like, pin on. No, uh, there's not, like, a, because it wasn't, like, a ranked, like, official thing. It was just, like, a festival joust. It, right. I mean, you could probably go up to, like, some of the turkey leg stands or something and be like, I won the joust, and they'd give you one for free. But, like, I don't think that... It's, it's not the same thing as, like... No, Johannes, Johannes like goes through his little pouch for a second and then he reaches his hand out and he brushes it against Cole's shirt and he's like, oh, they didn't give me anything. Um, you're the best. Cole nods excitedly and Alita just kind of like pats him on the head and is like, I think it would be best if I take him back to the palace. I think he needs to go to bed. Yeah, sounds great. See you guys. See, see both of y'all later tonight at the dinner table. Johannes, you did really, really well. Only because Cole set me up for success. Cole did a lot, but that doesn't diminish your own success. I give him a wink. Cole's very excited, and he kind of, like, is leaning on Alita as she gets up and kind of guides him back to the palace. Breland is going to be bringing Snuffles out of the stables and hands her reins over to Johannes. You did very well. Thank you for a really 
Wonderful joust. It's been quite some time since I've had someone put me down like that. Snuff. Snuff, he's talking to you. Snuffles kind of like gives you the look like, no, no, he's talking to you. Johannes looks back at Snuffles and then he's like points at Snuffles and then to himself. Snuffles makes a hoarse noise. Well, thank you, Breland. I really appreciate that. You know, I just went out there to do my best. But fortunately, the, the people cheered me on and I, I feel like, you know, I, I, there was just a lot of, of I, a lot of good uh, training that came out of spending so much time doing speed and strength with the boat in the desert as much as I hated it really equipped me for success out there. So Breland is going to look to the left and look to the right to make sure that nobody's listening in. He leans into Johan- he leans in toward Johannes and kind of claps him affectionately on the shoulder and goes, "You know, I think your friends are really lucky to have you. I think that you're going to be one of the key things that sees this journey through to the end." Ah! <laughs> is that the noise he makes? Thank you. Is that the sound he makes? Yes. <laughs> okay. Breland's going to like, you know, pat him again on the shoulder, take his own horse and start heading back to the palace. I always looked up to Breland. This is a good moment, says Johannes, the, the sun setting behind him. Johannes is skipping away. All right. So bye, Solinar. What do you want to do before you head back? Or no, I think I think between the uh, hair conversation and addressing pyrotechnics with Lila, I think that pretty well covers it. So you all head back to the palace. Um, you're, there are light dinners delivered to all of your rooms, but there isn't any formal dinner right now because all the nights are pretty partied out from the festival. But plates of breads and fruits and cheeses are delivered to your rooms, so you're able to eat something that isn't just like super heavy carnival food. The night passes without incident, and the morning comes, and you are all summoned by the queen to her audience chamber. Which of the nights pass without incident? That's so sad. It better not be Leandrus. <laughs> None of the knights are dead. Oh. Yet. Oh, okay. Also, the way it goes right now, I don't think I could kill any of them without somebody getting mad at me. Darn right. <laughs> I think Solinar spends like an extra two minutes like trying to brush his hair this morning. He's feeling kind of self-conscious about it after yesterday. I blame mostly Johannes on that one. Uh, Johannes, Koza? Koza puts on the clothes he's been wearing. The kind of regular traveler's clothes. Who, who summons us? Each One of the knights comes to each of y'all's rooms. Okay. Um, yeah, Koza's ready to go. Uh, Bode makes sure his white hat is nice and clean. He uh, takes the, whatever the technical term is for the thing that you use to beat dirt out of uh, blankets and goes out on the balcony and beats his cloak and then fastens it at the neck and then uh, makes sure that like a vampire, it's closed sort of in the center. So Bode is just sort of like walking encased in the cloak. So that he's not approaching the queen wearing a onesie. Correct. But it, I will point out that you guys do have Ocean Var clothes. Like boat can look more formal in those. What do they look like again? Remind me. Uh, they're all catered to each of you individually, and I have them in my sketchbook of what they all look like. Uh, Boats was more like leather armor and a long trench coat kind of looking deal. Like Morpheus? I mean, no, because <laughs> it's not quite that. Uh, futuristic 
But his uh, it, it, it's decidedly more like leather armor and light fabrics. Can we just revisit Barbarian Morpheus real quick? <laughs> Barbarian Morpheus. As I recall, didn't it also have like a big fur ruff about it? It did have a big fur ruff about it. Ooh, all right. Um, I will. All right. I'll put that on. But I'll leave my I will for the moment leave my cowboy hat, okay. but I will wear the cloak. Yeah, the ocean bar, the ocean bar clothes give you a bonus to in, interacting with people from ocean bar, mm-hmm. which won't work with the queen, but it'll at least look more formal than you wearing a wrestling singlet. Wait, the queen's not from ocean bar. No, she's what? not. That would disqualify her from being the queen of Alaria because she's descended from the royal family. Well, what if she was from Alaria? What if she was born in Ocean Bar? Would that make her an Ocean Bar citizen? Uh, no, that is not how that would work. Okay, because she would have Alarian blood, and Ocean Var is Ocean Var is a little particular about that kind of thing. You can naturalize, but you are not made of Ocean Var just by being born to it. Um. So yeah. So I will. Uh, I sort of uh, shine up my head a little bit since I'm not wearing my uh, cowboy hat. And you said you were wearing your cowboy no, hat. It's fine to wear your no, cowboy hat. No, I said hat. I was going to leave it because I don't think it goes with the rest of the ensemble. Ah, yes. Um, so I will uh, now proceed to the audience chamber. Wonderful. Johannes? You know, I, I've uh, spent a lot of time getting, um, you know, doing a quick pre-wash on my hair, then a nice deep uh, shampoo, uh, making sure that I really uh, get all of the, uh, you know, I use a little bit of the sand from the steam actually to get some exfoliant going. Then I uh, pre, pre-conditioner, you know, go through. Get clean, thousand brushes. Do I have some 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 live liver livery with my house uh, stuff on it? Yeah, you should you should have a set of fine clothes based off of your background. Yeah, I'm just gonna just gonna slip those on and get ready to go to the dinner. You know, try to. It's l- morning. Get ready to go to the breakfast. <laughs> it's not breakfast. You're going to uh, you're you're going to the audience chamber with the queen. Right, but are we not going to have dinner slash breakfast there? What kind of podunk castle is this that we can't get a buffet breakfast meeting with the queen? Uh, You can eat after you meet with the queen. This castle better have continental breakfast. Yeah, I feel like, you know, we can... Okay, fine. I'll, you know, I'll I'll still look good because we're going to the queen's chambers, but I'm, you know, I am ready. This is an outfit you could eat in. It's got a little uh, stretch to it. Very adamant that you... These are my my buffet pants. Yeah, a little stretch to it. Perfect. So all of you, despite your wildly different uh, dressing and maintenance styles, all arrive at the Queen's Chambers at roughly the same time. Uh, You walk down the long trailing rug that takes you to the throne, only to see her being surrounded by all of her knights on either side. She, Alita and Cole are both going to bow once they get there. Um, you all can kind of choose what you're doing. I'm assuming Johannes will bow because he's trained in court etiquette. Absolutely. Koza, Solinar Koza bows also because he's yeah. also been trained. Solinar's not at all trained in how to bow. Uh, so it's probably going to be a little awkward looking, but he will, he will absolutely try to, uh, bow as well um since the queen is surrounded by all the knights right now is this when the dating game theme starts 
<laughs> Good lord, no. We're not we're not starting the Otome section of this game. Yet. Anyway, uh, so the queen is going to kind of like stand up and gesture for you all to stand up. You don't have to be bowing. She sits back down. I believe that now is the time that you should be heading back to the Glade of the Nymphs. Well, why do you say that? You cannot afford to dally. Are there not machinations already against all of you? There have always been machinations against us since the moment we hooked up with this crew. But uh, are, are you, like, seeing anything? Do you have, like, your foresight telling you that something's going to happen? Only my intuition. I have had no visions of the future as of yet. But I believe that it would be best for you to continue on your journey. The sooner that the chromatic dragons are put back in check, the sooner the world will know real peace. I grow concerned of the movements of the Boros Empire. What are they doing? They have been growing their army as of late. Are they still on their home soil or have they made some moves? We have passed two seasons without any forward motion from the Boris Empire, other than them gathering their forces and building. My concern is more with... This growth is not without purpose. And I believe that it is the aid of the Chromatic Dragons that will push it forward. There is no greater enemy to the Boris Empire than Ilaria. Um, your, your queenliness... Um, do you know someone by the name of Nell, perhaps? There is someone wanted for thievery, I believe, in some parts of the kingdom with that name. Well, we're, we're talking about being enemies of the Boros Empire, and, um, we, we happened to cross paths with someone in Ocean Var by the name of Nell, and her whole thing was that the Boris Empire was after her because she's trying to disrupt slave trading in all the nations. And I was wondering if you knew anything about that. I did not, but I can have my intelligence agents look into it. I mean, yeah, I can, and if they can pass the word to us, we kind of said that we'd help with anywhere we saw, you know, that being a thing that'd be good for us to do. I see. Hey, I've got a question. Yes. Uh, will you help us get back to the Glade of the Nymphs? Like, uh, can we uh, maybe get a caravan or an escort or something like that to expedite it? I intended to send two of my knights with you. Oh, fantastic. Well, you know, since you mentioned that, uh, <laughs> I'm, uh, I think uh, Leandros and I have become pretty tight. Uh, it'd be swell if you could send him along. Leandros is unfortunately being sent on a mission up north. That's like uh, the entire the, opposite direction from where we're going. <laughs> it is. But Lady Rain and Lady Ainine will be going with you. All right. When is he leaving? I believe not soon. Not too soon. Not. <laughs> oh, well, we got plenty of time. <laughs> <laughs> I believe not long after you leave. Okay. All right. Well. I think we'll uh, probably get ready and try to leave in a couple of days then. Gotta tie up our loose business. Uh, Ainine, who is standing immediately on the queen's right hand, kind of like looks up and she's like, oh no, we're leaving today. What? We're leaving today. I have have an auction I have to bid on. I have to get over to the auction house. (laughs) You what? 
it's no, the auction's not until like eight o'clock tonight. I got to get over there. It's for it's for rare memorabilia. Correct me if I'm wrong. That sure sounds like a deception roll. <laughs> You're absolutely. You know what? Absolutely, roll. Um, I rolled a one. <laughs> you rolled a one. Yeah. <laughs> it just kept rolling. Because <laughs> my desk is on a slight incline and just got slower and slower and slower until it just ended with the one just facing straight up in the air. So Boat's like, I, the way I interpret this, Boat's like, yeah, I got to get to the, the auction. You know, it's got wrestling memorabilia. Uh, I, I want to go out with Leandros. <laughs> <laughs> I, I haven't completed my macking on him. I mean, it kind of like raises a single eyebrow at you and is like, excuse me? You heard me. I, there was a lot of drivel that just dropped out of your panicked mouth. I'm not sure what part of it I needed to process first. Say, so how well do you know Leandros? I'm his commander. So like, what is he... Tell me about some of his likes and dislikes. I want to point out, <laughs> Brandon, that your character is an audience with the Queen of Alaria. Well, I, you have important mission stuff you're talking about right now. I am the king of wrestling. If I recall correctly, the person who currently holds that title is Iced Bobby, not Gravy Boat. We've been away for a while. I don't know if he's still the champion. I, but we do know that it's not. It's boat. your. It's it's your world, though. So doesn't matter. You've established uh, it isn't. Boat. Uh, well, the queen could always tell me to shut the heck up and just keep talking. I mean, she's also polite, and you guys are destined heroes to save the world. And you guys could decide that you're going right, to go about, hang out in someone's basement and eat bonbons. Like, how about this? How about this? Boat. Uh, boat takes the hand. He's like, well, uh, he he points. He points and is like, we can we can talk about we can talk about Leandro's later. Okay, yeah, just catch, catch me after this meeting. But please, one of the other <laughs> one of you guys say something to one of the knights or the queen, so I can I can have a minute to process this. Um, I I actually had another question. Uh, when when we first got here, I I was in, in the best state um, between not sleeping that much and also being concerned for my freedom. And um, I, I recall you mentioning something about having the gift of like sight for, for prophecy. Are you also in some way affiliated with the metallic dragons in a sort of priestly manner? Or is that like something else? I am myself not a priest, but I have what some people have called there are many names for it, but the dragon sense is very common. Some people are simply born with the affinities that many dragon priests are gifted with. I am simply one of these gifted people. I imagine that Lady Alita is as well. Okay, so you had your own vision then? I did. About us? Yes. What, what, was, what did you see in your vision? I saw you all arriving in Ilaria. I saw the sky turn black and the sounds of a military marching forward. I saw you all turn and a beam of light shot from all of you. 
Then five relics surrounded the army, and the army itself vanished into ash. So we're going to find the five relics and vaporize an entire group of people? I do not believe that my vision was literal the same way that Lady Alita's are. Oh, I, I didn't know there was any other kind. That is why I have visions and sights and Alita has prophecies. Oh, okay. I, that, that, makes, that makes some sense, I guess. Um, Mine also often come to me in dreams. Whereas Alita's, from my understanding, happen when she is awake. I think so, yes. I, I haven't heard otherwise. Y- yes, I, I, can, I can attest. They happen when I'm awake, and they happen randomly. It is not fun. Then, since you're going to, I guess, be like helping us on our, on our mission, and you're sending a couple of the knights with us right now, is, is there a way... That we should like, if we need assistance, like should we send a letter to the to the castle or like what? Oh, do you have a horn we can blow? That'd be so much fun. Like a magic horn that like summons all the knights to us like magically, so that oh, Orleandros. Like- <laughs> Queen, yes. is there is there a special magical horn that we can use to call the knights to us if we need it, or is there another device? That we could possibly take with us? Rain, would you? Uh, Yes, of course. Rain is going to walk up to Solinar, because I'm just just the closest one, and hands him a small blue gem. It looks like a marble, but it feels kind of fragile. Okay. If you are ever in danger, you can break this, and it will return you to a safe place in Alaria. Do we know what that safe place is before I break it? Yes, it is one of my safe houses for my spies. Oh. Does it... Is it, like, the nearest safe house, or is it always the same one, or... like It's a particular one in Marine. Okay, so it, I, it'll teleport us to a safe house in Marine. That's good to know. I have a question. Of course. Is it, uh... Does it have, like, a range? Like, do we all have to be within a certain uh, circumference? You all have to be within 30 feet of one another. Do we need to be holding hands? No. If you are 30 feet from the gem, you will be taken. What if there's something else that's 30 feet from the gem, like a mud monster attacking us or something? Then that will be taken as well. Okay, just wanted to be sure I was clear on the expectations. (laughs) All right, we do not so, have anything that will summon the knights, nor do we have a direct way to contact us at this time. But we do have this, and we can guarantee you that if the knights are available to help, we always will. I mean, I I certainly really appreciate that. Like this, I I expect this is only going to get more dangerous the more that like chromatic dragons know that we're doing stuff. Alita kind of like looks at it and then like gets excited for a second because she's like, does this mean that we won't there at the very least once we receive the next relic, we won't have to travel all the way back? Well, that that kind of depends. Um, is this like really difficult and expensive to create? It is certainly not neither of those things. 
So say we found ourselves in the heart of the Boros Empire because that's where our relic is and we're like enemy territory all around and we're like, you know, it'd be easier than traveling all the way back is cracking this marble and teleporting back. Would that, would that be like, would you guys be mad about that? No, not in the slightest. What if we brought back like a Satan monster with us by accident? <laughs> that would be more of a concern. Okay. And certainly would render the safe house no longer safe. It would be a danger I mean, house. We would fight. Danger house. We'd we'd fight the Satan monster. We just might fight it in the middle of Marine instead of the middle of the Boros Empire. I would rather you didn't. But understand, when we give a gift, we give it freely. We cannot judge you for how you use it. Okay. Well, um, Alita, I'm going to have you hang on to this because uh, the last thing I need is for me to do like a sweet backflip and I land wrong and then we all get teleported back to Marine. Okay, yeah, I can take it. Lee's going to take it and tuck it away in her bag. So, is there anything else any of you need before you set off on your journey? Are we leaving like right now? Uh, I need a kind of looks. You'll be leaving in the next couple of hours. Okay, all right, that's cool. I'd, I'd like to get some breakfast before we go. Yes, you will have time to prepare and eat before we're on the road. All right. All right. And Boat starts bowing and then taking a step back and then bowing and then taking a step back. But by your leave, milady, I should like to uh, withdraw and uh, prepare myself for departure. The queen nods and thanks you for everything that you are doing for the nation. Then Boat takes part of his cloak and with a flourish, wraps it around him as he turns around, and then. Aren't you wearing the? Aren't you wearing the the coat? I'm wearing the cloak on top of it. Okay, you are going to be very warm. It's fine. Uh, and then boat uh, shoots out to go get some breakfast, and then run another couple of errands. Got it. Uh, Johannes Koza. Um, I think Koza doesn't really need anything. He's just goes back to his room and prepares all his uh traveling uh odds and ends again and bold, bold of you to assume he didn't just keep his stuff packed by the door in case it's you know you yeah, to I, bolt. Mean, I would say that it, it kind of leaned more in that direction <laughs> johannes um you know i go i go up to all all the knights individually are they all in here yep yeah I go up to all the knights individually and i just you know, clasp, clasp hands, clasp arms with them. Of course, you know, standing on my tiptoes for some. June this. is going to, like, crouch so she's at your level because she is very, very tall and you are very, very short. Oh, and good news, because we're getting, we're doing a hug. Oh, yeah, no, June is 1,000% down for hugs. The only thing that I will say is Argent is not really going to be... Everybody is going to kind of meet with you on this, including Ainine, but Argent's going to kind of sneer and do it half-heartedly. Hmm. I appreciate so much what you all have done, you know, for my friends, for me. It just means a lot to be able to come here and for all of us to, you know, get the, get the royal welcome. I know that you didn't, you weren't obligated to do it since I'm the only... Uh, person of nobility in our entire party. But it really means a lot. June is going to hug Johannes again and go, you're going to do great. 
Just be safe, okay? You all too. Yeah, everybody's gonna go and get their stuff prepared, I'm assuming. Solinar, is there any last minute stuff you need to get done? Uh, no, but as he's as he's on his way out of the throne room, Solinar's gonna be like, hey, uh, thanks for the, the marble and stuff and like helping out. It's, it's appreciated. The queen just kind of smiles. Thank you, Solinar. You are you are helping Alaria more than you know. Let's gotta go look for Leandris. Leandris is in the the throne room. And he heard me say that? Yes! yes. Then Boat has left in embarrassment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, Leandris was there the whole time. So at what point did Boat realize that Leandris was in the room? <laughs> when he turned around to leave. <laughs> he was going to go find Leandris, and then he saw him, and he just kept turning. <laughs> Remember how I said all the knights were there? I didn't process that. Apparently, neither did Bone. You know who one of the knights is? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, Leandros. Uh, Leandros is one of the knights, so he well, was there. To, I'll have to write him a letter. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, please put that letter up on Patreon. <laughs> okay. Oh god, this is this is like the equivalent of like. When when you're when you're in like middle school and you're talking about your crush and you don't realize they're like the desk behind you and then you just change classes and also your name and then get plastic surgery so no one will recognize you ever again. God, the number of times I had to do that. <laughs> you know, casual needed stuff that you do all the time. So anyone else? Is it just me and Alex? Oh no. <laughs> like, at least we have something to bond over, Alon. Aww. So you all go back to your respective rooms. You prepare. You go down. You eat. Uh, Boat desperately tries to hide from interacting with Leandros. And it is not long before the sun is in the sky fully and brightly. And all of you begin your journey back at long last towards the Glade of the Nymphs. It'd be super handy to have a horn that could summon a fleet of rhinoceri. What's a rhinoceri? More than one rhinoceros found. I believe the pl- the collective plural is a fleet of rhinoceri. But what is it? Is it? I assume it has horns because you said horns. It does. Is it like a cow? It's like an attack cow. It has horns. <laughs>